You're listening to Strong Woman Radio, a sanctuary free of testosterone, save for a few special guests, where ladies who like to lift heavy things can chit-chat about the struggles and success that comes with being a woman in a man-dominated sport. We welcome all listeners of all sports, be it strongman, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, or more. Please send us your own inside girl jokes or questions if you'd like to submit one through the contact form on paleoparents.com. Simply click the podcast dropdown from the top right corner and submit a question or comment under the SWR tab. While you're at it, shop on the sidebar of our blog for our favorite products and recommended partners. Now, let's get to our fearless leaders, two competitive strong women athletes who earned their invites to nationals within the first year of training for the sport. Please remember, Stacey and Vivian's banter is often mindless and should never be taken for professional medical advice. Hello. Hello. We're actually making this like a regular thing. Look at us. I know. It's so hard with our schedules mostly. We're so <laughs> fancy. We're so busy. <laughs> uh, you didn't have anything going on last week, did you? Oh, no, nothing at all. I just traveled to the West and then back, and then it hit me in the face like a ton of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I think a few other things hit you like a ton of bricks while you were out there, too. No kidding. So I got nothing planned for this show other than you talking about that. <laughs> okay, I could do that. Um, uh, crazy. <laughs> so before you do, let me just say I've actually worked out since we last spoke. Yes, that is good. It's very good. I've been working on the home gym, cleared out some space, got some squats on. Got some pressing on. I'm excited to see your home gym. Got some body weight movements. Yeah. I am um, in negotiations with a vendor on some rubber flooring. Holy moly. Do you know how expensive rubber mats are? Really expensive, which is why people get so peeved about them. (laughs) Really expensive. Like, hello, why is it so expensive? Aren't they like horse stall mats or something, basically? You know, I went to a horse stall mat place. It was still like 50 to $80 for a four by six square. That's well, just have horses. Holy moly, what's happening? What are you, what yeah, what is happening? What is that? I don't know. I think it was like I was reading something on Alana Casey's page. I think that's what Busted and she posted a video, uh, like a compilation video of all her stuff. So <laughs> and and somebody tagged me in it as being like neck and neck with her for the yoke race. Oh sweet. Basically. So you were. I tagged you on the American Strongman IG thing, so I was like, What what? <laughs> um yeah, so the home gym we're gonna need we're gonna need non carpet in there, so it's kind of like non negotiable that we need to get some flooring. Right. But um it's hella expensive. So we are trying to like negotiate with some vendors to see who will give us the best deal. And once we get that finalized, then hopefully the home gym can be finished. Our goal is like next week we're gonna have someone come in and do the last of the construction and hopefully put the new flooring in so yay yeah um but in the meantime i'm just you know whatever working around the carpet it's not that big of a deal so um and the hot tub's installed i mean that's really what's important yeah that's really what matters (laughs) at home too but i like mine isn't salt water like you have a hot tub and you never talk about it yeah, but I never use it either. Why? Because like I, I get home so late. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to get in the hot tub. Yeah, oh that's the best time to get in the hot tub. I know, but like I get home at like 10 o'clock at night and I'm all like, I want to eat and I want to sleep so I can wake up and go to work. Mm. <laughs> Matt and I have been getting in the hot tub before we go to bed. Like, you know, as like our, our romantical, <laughs> our wind down time where there's no electronics, and there's no anything else. It's just like us and the stars in the hot tub. It's amazing. I'm sorry you're missing out on that. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's romantical. Sometimes it's leave me alone. <laughs> I'm vegging out right now. I'm just here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to leave me alone. No, but um, yeah, so I'm super stoked about that. You're going to come over and check it out. I really need 
everybody to help me brainstorm ideas for the name of this gym. <laughs> I used. Yeah, it's so hard. I feel like like it's because it's yours now and it has to stick, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I used all of my brain cells in finishing <laughs> our ebook last month and then our 432 page regular book this month do you think it's big enough i don't i don't think it's big enough you know what i was concerned (laughs) and that's why we're actually gonna have downloadable shopping lists on the website because we physically could not put them into the book because the (laughs) publisher could not bind any more pages that is actually a thing that happened this is like a textbook so (laughs) anymore Yeah, it's a textbook of delicious (laughs) recipes and good-looking food. So um, it actually has like a three-phased approach to going paleo. It's the only book or ebook or anything that I know of that tackles paleo in a way other than just give everything up for 30 days. Like we actually outline an approach whereby we think that people can feasibly make this a sustainable Oh, so I should, I should totally read it. <laughs> I'll hook you up with a copy. <laughs> you know a guy? I know. I might know a guy. <laughs> so Real Life Paleo comes out November 4th, and I'm super excited that it's done and it's over. And... I think you're going to go touring and stuff, right? Yeah. So yeah. We're going to have a book tour, and I'll tell people where, what cities I'll be in when, so that if you want to meet and... Come hang out and have any of your books signed. You can. Um, you can your wrist wrap signed, too. She'll do that, too. For real. That would be a first for me. I'd be super exciting. I would love to do that. Um, maybe not knee sleeves because they're a little smelly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I got going on. I had a really great weekend and um, got to play in the home gym a bit and soak in the hot tub and go out to some farms and do some fun things because we're done with the book and we have time for things now. It's amazing. Yeah. It looks like it. I'm like, oh, yeah. <sighs> He's having her life back. Oh, what's that? Stacey's <laughs> I'm watching and I'm like, ooh, just in time for fall. Yes. Super strange. Oh, and Halloween. Can we talk about costumes soon? Because it needs to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have an annual giant Halloween party that probably will coincide with a book release celebration party <laughs> um and last year we did group costume did you see photos of the group costume yeah, i did so you're welcome to come with your ideas someone already proposed um a couple's costume idea with me oh that's cool uh, but i am i am open to ideas that are like i like group costumes so last year not only did we do orange is the new black with like all the females being the characters and it was epic and awesome and you should check out pictures on the internet but the guys got in on it too and like wore police costumes and oh, nice. um it was fun so and one of the guys that was wearing police costumes um had a badge that said he was the paleo police and he was like going around telling people who were eating like paleo cupcakes that they were wrong and they had he had like hung wanted signs all over the house <laughs> of like Matt and I that said we were like um jeopardizing the health of children. <laughs> it's just That's awesome. It was fun. Yeah. So we tried we try to have like a fun Halloween party every year. So and it's open to the public this year probably won't be at our house which is why i haven't like formally planned anything or announced anything yet because there was just oh, way it's gonna get bigger yeah it was just way too many people Sad. last year it was too much <laughs> and frankly i love all of you guys that listen and support me but some of you scare me a little bit and <laughs> we have children and i just think we've kind of reached a point where we don't necessarily want to open our home to strangers all the time so we're working through the details of that Right. But if you have ideas on a group costume, I'm totally down to listen. Uh, any other things before I just want you to, like, verbal diarrhea all about your <laughs> awesomeness? I know. Everyone keeps on asking me about this, and I'm just like, uh, there's a lot of things that happened, and I had a lot of thoughts and feels. <laughs> it's just a lot in one weekend. It's like a tornado. I don't know. It's, like, crazy, because I feel like... I'm still, like, riding the high of, like, I did it! (laughs) So, Vivian, you are the eighth strongest woman in In, the whole United States. In my weight class. No, because your weights were heavier than all of the other weight classes, so that means that you are the eighth strongest overall. 
Yeah, that's crazy. That's a little crazy town. Like, it's weird <laughs> to say that because I'm just like, no, maybe? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just like, okay. That's kind like, of a thing. That's kind of a thing. It's kind of a thing. It's funny because, like, the whole weekend I was just like, well, I went into it. Well, like, the two weeks before, I was such a crank monster. Like, I was so mean <laughs> to everyone. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I wanted to cry and scream and yell. And everyone's like, are you okay? And I was like, you need to stop asking me if I'm okay. I'm not okay. And so, like, when I got to Vegas, all I could do was smile because I was like, I already paid for it. I'm here. I can't do anything about it now. I'm not going to change it. So I'm, I'm just going to go out and do it and have a good time. And it was really fun. Uh, it was really cool because I got to meet Nick Best, which is like one of the world competing strongmen, and he gave me a couple tips whilst I was on the floor too. So it was like I was just like, I'm I'm not your fangirl yet, but I could be. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also it was also super nice. So like the day before I competed in um, Vegas, I I actually went there two days before I competed. I landed there on Thursday night. And I went, landed, and once I landed, I was like, I need to eat. I'm hungry. So we went to Hash House of Go-Go at the Quad, which is, like, one of their farm rate. Like, they do all that farm, grass-fed, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> all that <laughs> stuff that I care about. Yeah. So it was really delicious and del- and filling because, like, they have, like, ridiculous amounts of food in Vegas. Shocking, I know. And then after that, I went back to my hotel, and I attempted to sleep because <laughs> like I was I had been traveling oh well, I worked in the morning and then traveled all afternoon so I was just like I should really go to sleep so I didn't get to sleep until three in the morning shocking and then I uh, the next morning I woke up and I immediately decided I I needed like two gallons of water because this this was the like the biggest challenge for me was going from here in Virginia to out there in Nevada like it is dry like so dry out there, like I could feel like my my lips start cracking and I was just like, oh no. And I could feel like even my breathing was dry. So I immediately like found two gallons of water and I was like, I need to finish this gallon and a half tonight so that tomorrow when I'm competing, I don't feel so dry and like run down. Cause I generally speaking, drink a lot of water anyway at work and in general. As you know. Which and so... I, I tried to emulate as part of your good behavior. <laughs> That's like one the one thing I do really well is drink water. Everything else I'm like, meh. And so like after that one day, I went and actually watched the Masters because I have this thing about wanting to see how um, judges judge or how things are being run. And it was just... It was funny because the day I competed, it was very, like, smooth. It was much more smooth. But watching the Masters was, like, a good chance for me to learn, like, okay, this is what they're looking for. And they actually had breaks in between a lot of the um, competitors because they just – we they did the Strongman event one, which was the Axel or the press medley. And then they had Moss Wrestling, which was wrestling for a stick from russia there is is that a thing what is that it's a thing moss wrestling so like they put their feet up against the board and then basically they have this the stick or this rod that's basically like the circumference or diameter of a um barbell and you have either inside grip or outside grip and you basically it's like a tug of war but like one-on-one and they're all like a lot of them are strongmen competitors or former strongmen competitors. And it's just like one-on-one wrestling, but over a stick. I think it's my very... kids actually <laughs> invented that sport. Yeah. It's very interesting. But, it, I mean, it was cool because it was just like, oh, this is also having to do with lots of strength too. But it was like a whole 30-minute break after your first event when you're already nervous. And then you have a break, and then you go into your next three events. Then you have a moss wrestling 30-minute break, and then your last event. So that was kind of cool to be introduced to a new sport. But, like, it was very interesting just being at the Mr. Olympia in general because strongmen are not anything – I would not say we're similar to uh, figure competitors at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite the opposite. 
<laughs> I mean, aside from we all lift weights, we just don't do it the same or with the same mentality at all. And it's kind of like interesting because I walk in there and like, because like Mr. Olympia in general is just like very much into the figure and you know, how your body looks and that kind of stuff. And I walk in and I'm, and I'm like prepared to compete or like preparing to compete. And it's very funny because these models or these girls are handing out bags and handing out protein and that kind of stuff. And it's just like, you could tell that some models are like actual, some models are actual fitness models who work out and like work to achieve that figure. And other models are just models that they hired because they're skinny and little and they look like they could have worked out, but they don't like they're soft, but small. (laughs) And I'm like big, but not small, but I definitely work out. (laughs) So it was like very interesting to see that. And like to see the number of vendors that are marketing protein to specifically to women like like a women brand protein like we have special protein yeah and and it was in that and like the sizing of the clothes was great like there was no such thing as large in existence it was one size fit all medium or small i was just like uh no but okay <laughs> but it like just walking around Mr. Olympia, it was like, that was a weird thing. And, like, they were passing out proteins and T-shirts and free stuff and all kinds of nonsense. And that was – it was just kind of like, oh, this is a whole different world. And I can understand I can understand how, like, people are working hard towards that goal, but definitely not my goal. <laughs> so after watching Masters, right after that was our rules meeting. And we got the rules, and and they printed out the rules for us on paper. And there was a little bit of confusion, I think, on the Masters because the duck walk and that kind of stuff, they wanted everything standing up, whereas in the rules it never stated that. So it it was a little interesting. So they cleared it up before, of course, the pros and the heavyweight women went. And um, so we cleared up a bunch of the rules, and then I, of course, went out to, like, Korean barbecue and ate dinner, and then I went to sleep. Well, no, that's a lie. I did my nails, which took me a while, and then I went to sleep. And then I considered making friendship bracelets, but sleep one. So no friendship bracelets. I was super sad because I really wanted to regram that after the because I saw that you Instagrammed the actual like thread for the friendship bracelets, and I died on the inside. It was so awesome, and I was like, oh god, I would so bad, but pay so many. I was running like I was running out of time, and I was just like, I'm so tired. I was like, is it worth it to stay up and braid all of these bracelets and then not be able to, like, feel good in the morning? I was like, all right, I'll just give up the bracelet thing. There will be other times. But, like, I I met everyone and I was smiling at everyone. So I hope they all got a good impression of me. But I did not sit in the back pit very often because it smelled like gross neoprene. (laughs) So it's just kind of – and their pit in the back was like – it's like it was like a 10 by 10 foot square like it was not big at all so and it's all the pro strongman plus all the heavyweight women all sitting back in that one little square and we're just like I was like I'm not sitting back there (laughs) after I'm done I'm just gonna go sit in my chair and relax and give myself some space drink my water so after the masters after the rules meeting I woke up in the morning at like the butt crack of dawn I got a pep talk from Nikki that said something like smoochie boochie. What did it say? It said smoochie boochie, do lift heavy things, do awesome stuff, uh, teammate mile or something like that. I don't know. Something like sassy and like very inside joke. (laughs) And then I called Dustin and I talked to him to make sure. He knew I was like, I'm going in, I'm in the right <laughs> mental space, so don't freak out. <laughs> and then um, I walked over there, and it was funny because the day before with Masters, they were started at 11, so it was already an hour into the opening of the doors. Well, to, on for the heavyweight women and the pros, we were starting right around 10, so the doors barely opened, and, and we started. So <clears throat> first event, as I said, was the press medley. And I went into it feeling okay, but like, you know, the 
like the pre-competition jitters. And because of the fact that it was nationals, I think I rushed it way too much. Like I felt a little bit more out of control than I normally like to. And because like I've never, I've done the 160 keg once. I've never like done it repetitively. And we had very, very little warm up stuff. Like I warmed up on a hundred pound keg one or two times, the dumbbell a couple times, uh, the 63 pound dumbbell, but there was nothing like heavier in between that for us. And a lot of the guys warmed up as well in the same weights we did. So there was not a ton of like warm up space or warm up equipment for me to like really get my body moving. So I tried to like warm up with just the bands and get it and rolling out and trying to get my body primed without having to actually load weight too much weight on my body because there was no, there's no space for the warm up stuff. Um, so I did the press medley and I got the keg. I got the axle, which I knew I would have got, I got, but it was sloppy because I, I was brushing, like I said, and then I got to the dumbbell and for whatever reason, when I racked it or put it up on my shoulders, I could not get my body to feel comfortable with that dumbbell, that beast metals dumbbell. And it's a little bit different than the one we practiced at with at Nova because I'm using the same size as the guys. The, <clears throat> the guys one at Nova is like way too, way bigger than what I use. But the one, the female one at Nova is like, a little bit smaller than what I was used to. So I couldn't get a good rack position anyway. In either case, Nick Best walked up to me after, even though I didn't get that dumbbell, I smiled at him and he was like, you almost got it. You just need to turn. And I was like, I will practice that. So I was like, high five me. <laughs> Somebody talk to me. <laughs> and then after that, you know, was the Moss wrestling thing, which was pretty cool. Like, I think people should look it up. I mean, like if you want to. It gets like you're thinking, oh, these are a bunch of heavy guys fighting over a stick. But at the same time, it's like it's pretty cool. It's pretty nice. And then after the moth wrestling second event, what was the second event? Yoke, which I did pretty well on. You would be proud. I was so proud. That was my favorite to watch because I was like, Ermigerd, she's going right next to Lana Casey. And actually, as as much as that might be overwhelming i'm sure it was also like oh, motivation no, for definite, you it was crazy motivation because i was like i can keep up i know i can keep up but like i got a two second penalty on my yoke because i slipped on the last two seconds or whatever of the carry um the floor out there was not matted so it was all that cement flooring kind of like what your garage would probably be <laughs> if I wasn't going to pay a bazillion dollars to put right in well it's like that garage stuff but like but you know that painted basically convention floor like blank slate nonsense well it's that plus like all the chalk we've been using is on the floor as well so like you're putting 525 pounds on your back and the floor is kind of slick and like all I'm thinking about is oh god I hope I don't slip under this yoke. And so I, you know, he does the call and whatever, and I start and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling so good. But because at the end of the, I didn't think go through the end because I didn't want to run into anyone. And because we weren't, we didn't, we weren't allowed enough space at the end to actually run through. So I, I think I tried to slow down too fast. My foot slipped, and then I ended up sliding into the finish. Two-second penalty, but in either case, without that two-second penalty, we would have finished pretty much at the exact same time, which is cool because that lady is strong, yeah. like ridiculously strong. So well, she cool. came She came in top three for heavyweight, weighing middleweight, weighing, and she was the reigning middleweight before she won. Like, serious kudos to her. Like, she puts her work in, and she is so super serious. Like, props to her all day long for, like, all the work she does. It's awesome. But it was cool to be – I was like, I'm competing now. <laughs> That's all I could think after. I'm like, yes. I could do it. <laughs> well, it's interesting to me that you said that you felt like you weren't as in the zone as you usually are because well, like, I'm in, I'm, I was in the zone the moment I am right before the bar. Do you know what I mean? But I don't want to be so, 
I didn't want to stress myself out so much that to put so much pressure on myself in this moment because it it is my first year competing yeah, and totally. I I don't know where I stand amongst you know all these women that I've just met and you did amazing <laughs> um, but I could tell in watching the videos that you were not as comfortable for mm-hmm. sure as you are when I see you compete locally or in training. Right. And I think that's why it's really good for you to have had that experience so that next year when you're even stronger, like you'll have that to, yeah, you know, a- learn from. Right. And it was different too, because I didn't have like, normally I have a, like one of my training partners there, like a, like Dustin and Nikki or Jason or like somebody or like you there. I was like, like what? To be like, Hey, like, you got this. I seen you. I know you. And like Mike was there and that was great, but I don't work out with Mike as often. So I'm not so like, and when we work out together, he's working on his own thing for Reno and I was working on my own thing. So it's just kind of, it's just a different, it was just a different vibe for me because I'm used to having, you know, my, like, and, and I had my friend Glenda there my sister Annie was there. My mom was there, but it's it's not quite the same as somebody who trains with you on the daily and knows exactly what to say to get you like how to push your buttons, right? Yeah. So it was just it was a little off, but you know, learning experience. Next time, I will save money to make sure my training partner comes with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really wish well, I would have gone. Now but... I know that. There will be a next time. And I plan to not just, you know, be cheering you on. I plan to go next year. So, And then, um, so after, what is that? Yoke. And then after that was the carry medley. So the carry medley, I was the first heavyweight woman to complete it. Which was super cool because, like, the other girls that went before me didn't get to finish it. Or they did, but... It was like, oh, they were about to, but it was over time, et cetera, et cetera. So I finished it, I think, in 58-16. And I did, and when I, I, because I had the crap keg, I had like a mushed up keg. Like Mike primed me and he was like, okay, make sure you have the right grip. Like you're going to move through this. And again, the floor is slick. So before I went up there, Mike wiped his head with his sweat and like put it on the bottom of my shoes. So at least my, my, my shoes would stick to the cement and not be so slick. (laughs) I know he's like, sweat will work. And he's like, spit in your hand. I was like, I have no spit. I'm dehydrated. So he was like, I have enough sweat. And he wiped his head and put it on my shoe. And that was really funny because everyone was like looking around. And I was like, I guess it's going to work. Because like I once I like I was able to get a nice traction on this um, under my shoe. So after that, I did the carry medley. And after I finished the carry medley, which I think was like one of my two best events. But I trained hardest for those two, like yoke and carry medley, because I knew those two would suck the most and I suck at those the most. Well, you don't suck anymore. <laughs> so I, once I finished, I walked back into the back and Amy, I think I follow her on Instagram. She's, um, power, is strong, she, she was Amy a lifter something, yeah, right? Amy lifter something or other. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I remember cause she, Amy strong. No. Yeah. Amy strong woman 13. Yeah. And she looks at me and she goes, I was not expecting that out of you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't know how to take that, but I'm going to say thank you because at least I surprised you. So it was like, it was kind of cool because they were like, oh, she is competitive a little. <laughs> like she's not just smiles and, and rainbows over here. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. And, um, and she did really well too. And I was kind of like nipping at her heels a little bit and nipping at this other lady, um, Holly's heels a little bit. And that was pretty cool just to feel like I was in the running and not completely like a blowout, like get real with yourself in me in moment. <laughs> no way. Well, there was, there was a time before the last event where you told us how many points out you were for first. Mm-hmm. And cause there was like this big group text <laughs> that your friends were, were leading from your phone to all of your people who were like clamoring to, for videos and, and updates and stuff. And so 
when I don't know if it was you or Glenda or whoever said how many points you were out from first before the last event. I literally was like, I will take you shopping to Athleta if you place on that podium. I was like, probably oh not the right amount of pressure to put on you before you went. No, but I, I was mean, so excited for you because that's how awesome you were. You, it you felt like exciting reading it because I would read it after the fact and I was like, yay, people are happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it was just, I mean, it was like so incredible to think that, you know, your goal was to not zero out and you were yeah. very far from zeroing out. You made every event and not just a little bit like you were you know well well into the middle or the top of the pack for for your events so it was really awesome to witness and for those people who don't know I think we've talked about it before but strongman in general isn't about like winning first every time it's about like it's not about doing surviving right it's about not doing bad so it's cumulative points the same way that CrossFit um competitions are so even if you stay second or third the whole time and never win first you could potentially win because if someone somebody else bombing like one or two events or whatever yeah Yeah. I can honestly and so like like that morning I was just like okay I'm gonna set up a group text for everyone who wants to know exactly what's happening to me in this moment and then like set up a group text in the morning so it make easier on Glenda and I was just like, okay, this is what we need to do. Like, everyone wants to know. They're going to freak out. <laughs> or I'm going to get 20 text messages after this. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to handle it. So, Glenda, luckily, thank you so much. I cannot thank her as my friend. And so, like, she has supported me through all the craziness I drag her through <laughs> to do all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, she's awesome. From CrossFit competitions to this kind of stuff, she's, like, she's there. So, it's awesome to have somebody like her there. But, um, so after that, I did, they had the Moss Wrestling, and the final event was Keg Over Bar. And it was so, okay, this was, like, my most frustrating because I know I could get that 200 over the bar. Like, I felt it there, but my positioning on the keg was not, I was not going to be able to get it up there over the bar. I was not going to be able to get that 200-pound keg over bar without the proper handholds. And, like, I, the keg that I happened to have was, like, kind of smashed up all over the bottom except for in the exact opposite position as, like, the handle on the opposite side. But as you know, like when you're doing keg over bar, you want to get your hands as far forward as possible. And I tried that and my hand would slip back into that pocket where there was an actual handhold and I couldn't get it over the bar. Now, a lot of Casey did the same keg. So I obviously need to work on not always sticking to the same technique because you never know what equipment you're going to have. <laughs> yeah. I think so, it was interesting when we were talking together, your, what, what I perceived to be your advice coming out of that was definitely to train kind of different scenarios, you know, right. different flooring, different equipment, that kind of thing that really yeah. ultimately affected your right. performance. And for me, it was just like, it wasn't like the, f- like part of it is just like, oh, it would be nice if we all had consistent equipment, but like, there's some things too that like, okay, but I also it's not just me like because if Alana and all a, a couple other girls can do it then obviously I still need to work on being able to adjust my technique to whatever the situation is so like yes yes it'd be awesome if we all had the same stuff but at the same time even if we all had the same stuff that doesn't mean I would have still gotten it if I didn't have the technique and like you know I'm a stickler for technique so <laughs> I'll take it <laughs> But, like, I was happy I got to compete and, like, really, like, surprise some of the girls and, like, not just be, like, oh, this new girl here. <laughs> and it was it was exciting. So after I finished that event, I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm going to have fun now. I'm going to ho- have a giant frozen drink. <laughs> <laughs> well. So, yeah, there was a lot of, like, lessons learned coming out of that. Like, not, like, for me as an athlete, like. Around, around, well, like, here, coming out of, like, strongman and only, ha- like, only training for 26 weeks or six months or however you want to slice it, that's how long I've been doing strongman. Since the day we did that Nova comp, till then, it was six months, just about. Yeah, that's crazy awesome. 
And to not like finish any, like to finish my, or at least to get a score on each event and then PR my deadlift by a ridiculous, like a hundred plus pounds several times. Like that's crazy. Crazy. Awesome. Yeah, I know that deadlift was like, I was just like, oh, if I get one, I'm going to be so happy. People are like, you're going to get more than one. I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah, and you looked like you looked like you had that third one. Like it was really just a strap issue. Well, that and I heard the whistle. So I just gave up because my like I wasn't going to get the point even if I finished it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just like why continue to fight it when I heard the whistle anyway. But it was just kind of like, well, I could practice working on my straps, that kind of stuff. Like, but the fact that I got 500 one time and like that pick was like a regular bar pick because once they loaded the weight onto the tires, those tires sank. (laughs) So it was just kind of like, okay, well, that's exciting. (laughs) Kind of like, I hope I get this. And when I did, I was just like, I did. I'm so proud of me. Yes. And you should be proud of you. It was fan freaking tastic. So is there any place that people can go and see pictures and videos of all the stuff that we're talking about? (laughs) <laughs> I'm about to like put put all my videos onto my YouTube page. So it's still Miss V Fit on YouTube. Um and photos, you can follow me on Instagram. There's a ton of photos on Instagram. I think. I, really I got them via text message. I don't think that they were all loaded to Instagram. Yeah, a lot of them were loaded via um facebook too but i need to move them to my youtube so I'll, they'll be up on my youtube probably by friday because i want to edit them all nice and stuff because i do that <laughs> um and then i can and then my instagram there's some as well but i'll be loading more because i finally have time and like i'm still running on like west coast time a little bit like my brain is it's just- crazy how that hits you even though you go for a couple of days like it's so hard to recover from it yeah, it just hurts a lot because everything hurts a lot. And it's just like, oh, my God. Also, like, I don't know if all the girls loved me as much <laughs> because, like, I look very small. What? <laughs> well, like, I looked – I feel like I looked a lot smaller than them. And, like, by some of them, I looked, like, a lot weaker, I felt like. I don't so you, know. That's all right. They can underestimate you. <laughs> I was just like, man, don't let me underestimate myself. <laughs> well, at the very least, you beat out some much bigger girls. So that's something to be totally happy with. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. But now, like, because I didn't get an invite to the Arnold, I'm like, yes, I can consider consider getting down to 200. <laughs> and, like, being healthy and stuff. Good luck with that. Yeah, I know. All right, so maybe what we can do the rest of the time to make this an actually productive show is talk about recommendations that we have for recovery for people that maybe you're just starting to lift heavy and you're walking away and your legs feel like jello and you avoid the stairs at all costs, or maybe you just competed and you're trying to figure out ways to protect your body from getting um, delayed onset muscle soreness and, you know, wanting to quit life for four days or a week or however long it hits you. So I know I have things that I do, Viv, but why don't you talk about some of the things that you do starting with soup? (laughs) I highly suggest, um, not going out and doing Vegas like I did. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the thing. (laughs) It's not, it's not the best life choice, but it was a life choice that I made. Um, for recovery, I actually like to have soup. And I know it's weird. It's like, like, it's funny because Stacy's like, what do you mean? Like over the summer when we were working out and it was like 105 degrees in the gym. And I was like, my dad's making soup. It's going to be great. Um, but soup is my thing. And Stacey's I don't think it's like, weird. I'm the only person who gets it. Yeah, I know. And it's, it just feels good to the soul and it feels good to your body. Plus there's sodium and all kinds of nutrients and the brothiness. That it just makes you feel so, better. Yeah, so the scientific terminology there, the thing that actually helps <laughs> with 
bone broth is there are claims that there are a lot of micronutrients and minerals, specifically calcium in broth, but scientific research has not been able to support any of those things being in any sort of high concentration unless you add vegetables to the stock and then like the vegetables are leaking those nutrients. So what's actually coming from the bones is collagen and collagen helps build and restore the things that, um, your body gets affected by when you work out. So for me in particular, I feel a huge relief and like joint pain and muscle soreness when I am having broth every day. And that's like a legitimate thing. And I, I tell people that, and Viv and I know that it was interesting. I was talking to Barry, who is a master's competitor, um, which, I want to hear how some of the other people did later, but, um, so, so I was talking to Barry a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about his knees bothering him. And I said, well, have you ever considered, you know, drinking more broth? And he looked at me and it was like, I thought I was going to have to have that conversation like, okay, well, here's why this health food is actually like matters. And I'm not just some crazy nut job telling you to eat weird food. And then he (laughs) had like a light bulb that clearly went off in his head and he was like, Yeah, because they do glucosamine as a supplement and that's basically like eating glucosamine. I'm like, yes, exactly. (laughs) Like you could just get it direct from the source. You get me. Yes. And I'm like, now it's in a synergistic, digestible, like great form for you. And that's, that's why, that's why we say soup. Yeah. I'm all about the soup life. I normally see, and I <laughs> also it's delicious. So after competitions, I'm like a glutton for like, okay, I'm gonna really take care of my body now. So like, I think the first, well, after Capital Classic, me and Nikki spent the day at Spa World. <laughs> after, and I, you know, I had soup like I normally do, and then um, this time I went to the spa at the Cosmopolitan, and I got a Turkish bath bath ritual. And a massage. And, like, this guy was no joke. Because, like, (laughs) Glenda set up the appointment for me. And she was, like, she just competed in Strongman. And she's probably going to be really sore. So she needs somebody, like, really strong. And this guy, he put his elbows. And I was just, like, I'm pretty sure I'm more bruised up from the massage. But it felt so good. I was, like, I can move today. Yeah. That's probably really awesome. I get mad to, like do that for me and you know if you can't afford or don't have time for professional massage rolling out would be rolling out is the best friend to everyone that's like the free equivalent if you have or can find a foam roller or a pvc pipe or whatever it is ball or a lacrosse ball yep a softball um or like the side of your banister (laughs) just everywhere and everywhere start rubbing on things it's not awkward at all (laughs) the top of a kettlebell (laughs) people have walked in my office in weird situations i'm like i'm just really sorry i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's like the equivalent of when people come to my office for the first time and i'm standing at my standing desk and they have this moment of like oh you're a weird one (laughs) yes come in Okay, so what else can you think of? Massage yeah. slash oh, foam oh, rolling oh. slash broth. Soaking, soaking in the hot tubs. Or like in, well, like at our hotel, there were like pools available so we could do hot and cold. Ice bath is what you do. I don't do this. <laughs> well, I think just contrast in general helps. So I don't just do ice bath. You do hot and cold showers, don't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. So after I do like anything hard, not just a contest or something, but like if I've worked out really hard, like on, on Strongman Sunday or something, yeah. um, I would do a contrast shower quickly after to kind of, I don't know what the mechanism there is. <laughs> I wish I had some science to share with you, probably you about muscles, like expanding and contracting exactly. from the heat and the cold. Yeah. Um, but it helps. Oh, and whatever and stuff. Yeah. But and actually for me too, like, not a heavy workout after, but within like the 72 hours of whatever you're doing, like getting your body to move. So you're not so sore because I know people who like do competitions and then they don't work out for a week after. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Cause my body hurts. Like I need blood flow to yeah. those that I've been working all this time. That's the thing. That's not just like in your brain. Like the, the more you move after now, I'm not saying you should like, 
go and have another competition the next day. But like you said, the the blood flow is actually going to help your muscles not tighten up and, and tell you to stop moving. I'm not saying do a full like 30 minute workout or like or anything like that, but just get your body moving. Like, mobility for sure. Like stretching, accessory work, rolling out, all that is good stuff. Yep. That's what I do. And then, um, yeah. So yesterday I worked out again, not a heavy, heavy workout, but just, you know, that's cray cray. I know. <laughs> Mike was like, don't work out to Wednesday. And I was like, yeah, I guess you don't know me so well. Cause you tried to tell me don't. And well, this is that's what only I'm going here. to make me want to do it. <laughs> and Dustin looks at me and he's like, you probably shouldn't work out today. And I was like, I know, but like, you're probably just going to work out with me anyway. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, you can't just tell me not to touch anything now. <laughs> I don't have a competition next. If I hurt myself now. <laughs> But now I have, I'm getting ready for probably my next thing. I haven't signed up for any strongman stuff, although the brute plane pull looks pretty cool in November, yeah. but it's right. really close to Thanksgiving. So I'm not, a, I don't know. And I got a lot going on in November, so I probably won't be able to do that. But I had signed up for Maryland's Strongest Man, but I think I said last week I wasn't actually going to do that. Um, I have decided that I need to rest and focus on myself for a while and with book release one thing at a time right because the book is being released november 4th which is like the same weekend as that contest and i just told myself like overwhelm your life i'm like that's crazy (laughs) and repeat august and september exactly so i decided that that wasn't the best life choice and my next contest is going to be the january ice queen one at edge with the ladies left here group that's awesome i'm really excited for that one that one's like pretty exciting so if Anyone hasn't heard about it. Well, and it's like January 2nd, so it'll be good motivation for me to not go completely off the wagon over the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go completely over the wagons, but I think I'm going to do Cupid's Undie Run, which is like a mile and a half run. I know the guy who owns that, who like invented it. Do you really? I do. That's awesome. Yeah. He's, cool. he's a cool guy. His name is Bobby Gill, and he, I don't know if he still has it, but he grew like this epic lumberjack beard one year yeah and um i remember when we met him as part of because he's local and um he was part of like the dc meetup group m-e-a-t group not my group but there's another one um (laughs) and we met him for the first time and he was talking about organizing this thing because years ago it wasn't like a thing Thing, um it wasn't national it wasn't like whatever and so now you have to like sign up early to hope you get like the early like in so you can get signed up you can go so you can raise money which i normally raise a good amount of money because i want to run naked in dc in february February. because that's normal so if you haven't heard of cupid's underrun everybody should go check it out it's a fundraiser and it is comprised of people running through the streets in their underwear on valentine's day to raise money for i think it's children with cancer right Uh uh-huh kids with cancer yeah because who i mean why wouldn't you want to support that cause i know so maybe (laughs) we can we can provide a link to people of your fundraising page once you get that up and running yeah once i get that up and running that'd be awesome because I, I I always like have a goal to like raise like a crazy amount of money and like I'll do crazy stuff like Glenda will sell queso which is so weird she but, what like from Texas she'll be like if you donate twenty five dollars you get this much queso <laughs> like and she'll make queso and be like this is what you get and last year I crocheted snowflakes for people hmm. well I did <laughs> so, like, I did like a gimmicky like okay I'm fundraising but you also get something out of this yeah well that's what I did last year I did bar I did um barbells for boobs and I gave people an exclusive recipe if they fundraised so I was like even if you give a dollar like you'll get this pumpkin waffle recipe and trust me you want it so I'll have to come <laughs> up with something else <laughs> yeah, but I'm doing Cupid's Undie Run, I think, this year for sure because it's fun and I want to look good naked. So there's my motivation because I'm going to be running across the Capitol <laughs> in my underwear. <laughs> I think that's my next thing so far, but you never know. I feel like I could be guilt tripped into anything at this point. 
Like that's like ninety five percent of how I got into strongman. Well, you will have to come at least cheer me on or help out or something at the Ice Queen one. Yeah, if you don't I don't do think I'll be doing yeah. the Ice Queen one, but I could definitely help out. You gotta save money from all this Vegas stuff for next year. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know who's going to Arnold this year. Well, at the very least, the three women who. Yes, they will be. So let's talk about, I'm going to talk about some of the other things that I do um, to recover because we just went off on a giant tangent. And then maybe you could tell me about how some of the other people did that we know that went to Strongman. And then uh, we'll have to wrap up because we're, we've been chit-chatting for a long time. So, Okay. I also highly recommend sleeping. I find that after a contest, all I want to do is take a nap and sleep. And that's really super important because that's how your body regenerates cells. You literally can't do that if you don't sleep, which is probably why, Viv, you're feeling pretty rough right (laughs) now. Because that West Coast to East Coast trip and being in Vegas is not very conducive. It's not like sleep-inducing city at all. Yeah. It's (laughs) the opposite. Although the hotels have awesome blackout curtains in Vegas. Yeah, they do. But, like, if you don't go to your room, you're just like, oh, look at all this stuff. Shiny things. There's noises coming out of this machine right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So, not just broth, but I would recommend, in general, eating micronutrient-rich foods. So, foods that are really high in vitamins and minerals, hence my hashtag, more vegetables than a vegetarian, can actually help... Um, restore and recover your body as well. I am actually a firm believer in the idea that delayed onset muscle soreness or DOMS is directly related to micronutrient deficiency. So I feel like if your body is um, already full of nutrients and you're eating healthy foods, then when you have this punch of glycogen depleting muscle fatigue and it affects everything and how your body is functioning if your body is healthy and micronutrient rich it can send the blood and send all the things that it needs to send to the right places Um, but if you're deficient in one of those things it can affect it and another thing that you can be deficient in is carbohydrate because that is um the insulin stimulation from that is also very important. So I would say, you know, eating micronutrient-rich foods and making sure that you're not limiting your carbohydrate um, after working out is really super important. And by limiting your carbohydrate, I mean, you know, don't eat a bunch of junk. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to have all this crappy food because I can. I know that people are drawn to do that. And I too want to enjoy the splendors of having competed and been clean eating for a long time. But if you eat a bunch of junk after, you can't possibly expect to feel good. Like it's just, that's not going to work out. So you need to make a choice. Like Viv made a choice. That <laughs> she was, poor life choice. Right, that she was going to enjoy Vegas. <laughs> and, and that's, you know, you can make that choice. But if your idea is I want to recover from this, that's not going to help you. Um, yeah, I don't suggest drinking right before you get on a flight either. Mm. <laughs> yeah, alcohol in general just is like really, really affects my performance. Yeah, it it affects everyone. And well, it's like dehydrating. It's all all kinds of nonsense to your body. Yeah, I think it Not is great. the dehydration for me because I'm pretty sensitive to dehydration as as we've <laughs> recapped several times. And um, I think for me, it just it like it really severely. I can see it and, and it doesn't make me happy. So I drank this weekend outstanding in the field and I felt like my light presses and squats were my one rep max. And I was yeah. like, it's been a while and I drank this weekend. I just need to be okay with the fact that I'm doing anything at all. So um, I was trying to think, I thought there was one more thing that I was going to say. Um, sleep, eat, if you can, like we said, movement and um, getting sunlight will help regulate your hormones as well. Like your cortisol regulation is driven by um, the body's hormones that affect the time clock that your body has. There's all this like complicated 
mechanistic hormonal stuff going on in your body. And so, um, the more you can expose yourself to natural light and stay on a schedule, i.e. the sun and sleep, the better your, your hormones will recover as well, which is important because you don't want to raise your cortisol and your adrenaline too high and then not come off of that. So, um, there's something else, but I think we, I think we covered it. Actually, like the best part of my recovery this weekend was taking a nap out by the pool. Because, See what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> because like, I was, one, I was exhausted, two, drinking, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I never, like, I, because I was in the hotels in Vegas, you never see the freaking sun, ever. And, like, so when I, my sister was like, let's go out to the pool and take a nap. And I was like, yes. After we woke up from that, we were like, okay, let's go again. We're good. <laughs> we felt yep. so much better. Our see, look at that. Vitamin D home, and our, sleep. Our muscles felt better. It was nice. Yes, definitely. Cool. So... Other Barry, people. How did Barry do? He did well. I think he did better. He was he did better than he expected. Although I think too he was super nervous when yeah. I saw him. He was like shaking. He was talking about his. He looks super nose. lean right now, right? So Barry he is the is the master's competitor who runs the Edge Gym, which is where um, I've been doing some of my training, um, other than at home. And he's a super nice guy, and we knew him from when he used to be at Nova. So um, we saw him compete in Richmond, and when I saw him training for nationals, he had leaned out a lot. A lot, he, a lot, a lot. And he yeah. looked so much, like, stronger and faster. In particular, yeah. like, when I saw him practicing yoke, I was like, Barry, I've never seen you move that fast, you know? So, um He was definitely faster than I've ever seen him, and he was doing pretty well, but I think it was it – was, a lot of things happening because right before he competed, he was talking about how he got a bloody nose. And like yeah. I said, Vegas is so dry. So I'm not sure everyone was like hydrated enough and all kinds of nonsense, but I think he did pretty well. He cheered, he, I cheered him on and he cheered me on. So it was, it was really nice to have him there. Cause he's cool. so super sweet. He is. He's like a giant teddy bear. bear. Literally. Like, cause he's a, <laughs> he's a big tall dude. So he is literally a giant teddy bear. Um, who else is there? Uh, Sarah did the Masters. Yeah. From Nova. And she was competing as a lightweight woman's master. And unfortunately, the other lady dropped out. So she competed against herself. But she held her own. And she kind of set the tone because she was always the first one on the floor as a master's. Oh, man, that's the worst. Well, it's the worst in the best. Well, she got to set the tone, so I guess for her it was the best. Because um, she didn't, she had no opportunity to see anybody fail. So, <laughs> like that's the best part about going first is that you never see anyone fail. So then you don't get it in your head that you're gonna fail. Whereas, like when you're in the middle of the last, you're just like, oh no. But she, and then she, of course, won and placed <laughs> because she was the only one. But, um. She earned. She did a lot of work that day, and she really took it seriously, and it was pretty exciting. I think um, she worked hard. I don't know. I watched her the whole day, so I was just like, "Yay!" Oh, we almost got taken out too by like some a couple masters competitors because of the the lanes. Like I say, were so slick <clears throat> uh, during the farmers, the duck walk, and that kind of stuff because there was no like bases. There's no runoff space. Because they were moving so fast and it was so slick, a lot of the big dog farmers carries or whatever they are, those you know those brick looking ones. Yeah, the, those looked the awful to use. They're terrifying because like if you don't set them down right, they will crash in on your ankles and you will feel like death. No, thank you. I know Brood has some of those. Like <laughs> I guess I'll have to practice on at some point, but those look awful. Scary. They're not fun. <laughs> Because I picked them up and I was like, oh, my God, please don't drop on my ankles. Please don't drop on my ankles. And uh, they're, they're just terrifying to me. Like, I know, like, I do strongman. And, like, in general, like, I wince when I watch other people do strongman. But when I'm doing it, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> and it just it's so bizarre of me to be like, oh, my God, he's doing things and stuff. <laughs> but when I'm doing it, I'm like, I got this. I'm doing things and stuff. <laughs> So how about any, like, web liberties? Like, you got to meet Alana. 
I got to meet Alana. She's so serious. So I didn't want to mess up her mojo. She had her headphones in, you know, mouth guard in. She was very focused that day. And I give her so many props for being that focused and like putting in all that work to compete at the heavyweight level. But I, yeah, I can't compete with that. (laughs) It was just like, so like, so right on and focused. And it was funny because like, I think in, in like meeting her, it was just very like, okay, she's, she's in her zone. She's not here to make friends. She's here to compete and she's here to win. So it was just very like different. And then a couple of the other girls were like, Oh, hi, I'm Vivian. Like, nice to meet you. Yada, yada, yada. Let's be friends. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm more the former than the latter. Like I'd like to be the latter, but I'm really not very friendly. (laughs) Competitions. No, at competitions, you are very serious. And I think like, that's what irritated you when you first met me. Because I'm just like, oh, hi, what's up? We're going to have fun, right? <laughs> no, we're not going to have fun. We're here to hurt people. <laughs> not um, hurt ourselves. Yeah. And then I met Amy and she was super cool. There were just a lot of girls there that were like, they were very cool and like super serious. And like, I think Danielle Curry, I met her and she was awesome at what she did. Like she's she awesome came in first, stuff. right? Yeah. For yeah. our subdivision. She came in first. She's awesome. She moves beautifully. Like, I have nothing awful to say. And here's the thing, too. It's funny because, like, you could tell, I think, in Strongman in general, like, the people who do really well focus on form first, and then the weight just comes. But obviously, you know, if you don't have the form and technique, you're not going to get to, like, win. Yeah. <laughs> So I think, like, it's funny to be like, okay, like, yes, you can do strongman and you can do all those things, but you're not going to win without the technique or without wanting to put in that work to get that technique. So you met Kale, right? I saw him. He was very busy doing Twittering things. (laughs) He was like, he had... That also sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) He had his fanny pack on. It was very serious. Oh, no. He did not have a fanny pack on. He did, which when I saw him with a fanny... It was was an American flag fanny pack. So... (laughs) I mean, if you're going to go for it, you know. But we're in Vegas, so it totally fits in. So, I, I mean, I can't say anything... You know, well, he said that you did well, so he must have been watching you. Oh yeah, yeah, That's nice. Well, I was smiling, so <laughs> I, uh, so I think I got a lot of people's attention because I was not grimacing when I walked up there. When I walked up there, I was smiling and like having a good time, and then. You know, once it got to the moment where it was like, okay, athlete ready, that's when I was just like, okay, time to pick this up now. <laughs> Turn it on. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm so proud of you. I think I speak for all of our listeners that, you know, it's, it's an accomplishment just to have gone, let alone to have done so well. So we're all very proud of you and we know that you have awesome things in your future and I plan to go with you again next next year. year. Um, so we can be awesome sidekicks. Yes, ma'am. And you get to come over to my house and check out the home gym and enjoy yes. the hot tub shortly. Well, that, so. will help. that will help with like figuring stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> just so I know what you have. So I'm just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because Viv and I are going to run an experiment that you all might benefit from in <laughs> six to 12 weeks. Who knows? So, um, cool. So I think that's a show. That's it. And we actually are putting show notes on paleoparents.com. So if, for example, you listened to the last episode and wanted to hear all about the places that I buy clothes, by all means, go click those links on that show. And if you want the show notes for this show, just go to paleoparents.com and you can find the show notes under the Strong Woman Radio podcast tab. Please make sure to submit your questions because... Um, if you want us to answer them, you have to submit questions. <laughs> and um, Otherwise, I'll just start making up things and it'll get really kind of awkward. <laughs> and let's see. There's one more oh, thing. One more thing. From last episode, we were talking about bruising. Uh, Dustin said lavender oil also works for bruising. In and addition to Arnica? 
Yeah, in addition to Arnica. Interesting. Okay. Does Dustin listen? <laughs> I think he does. So he's our he's our ninth male listener because my friend Jim, who we went to Outstanding in the Field with this weekend, he was our he's our eighth male listener. So we've got we're almost at double digits, guys. Yes. Woo woo. Holler at the dudes. <laughs> Way to be sub- supportive and interested by the women. Um, and then the last thing I was going to say is if you're enjoying the podcast, please make sure to leave us a review on iTunes so that other people can find the podcast. And we can spread the word about how lifting heavy things, especially when you're a lady, is awesome. But don't do that if you don't like the show. If you don't like the show, you really shouldn't listen to over an hour of it, though. I mean, you should just give up before that. You should have decided that, like, immediately. (laughs) Be like, this is not for me. (laughs) Cool. So we'll be back next week with a little more structured show, probably. If you have suggestions for a topic or if you'd like to answer questions, please make sure to do so through the contact form on the website. Or, of course, you can tag Viv or I on social media, and we'll probably see it that way. But if we don't get an acknowledgement from us, then we didn't see it. So you should definitely just submit it through the form, because then you can be guaranteed. Cool. Well, Viv, it was awesome catching up with you, and I look forward to celebrating in person with you in a few days. Yay! Cool. Cool. Stay strong, everybody. Lift heavy things. (laughs) 